This is the Virtual Pause Podcast, a time to integrate body, mind, heart, and spirit, which leads to resilience and stability in our everyday chaos. This is your host, Angie Wynn. Episode 57, Moving Forward Differently. With all that is going on in the world, we may feel either compelled to do something or to escape and hide, leaning on our distractions to stop the discontent we feel welling up inside of us. Before we act, react, or hide, we need to pause. We need to pause because we need to connect ourselves to our true self and to God, the divine, the universe. In this episode, we will think of an issue in which we feel compelled to act. We will notice how it feels throughout our bodies, minds, and hearts, and then we will identify if we have our own ego driving our need to act. Then we will go through our pause practice, settling our bodies, quieting our minds, opening our hearts, so we can connect our true self to God. As a new action rises up in us, we will go through the process again, identifying if it is coming from our false self, ego, or our true self. Everything that happened last week, and really everything that's been happening for years now, but, um, you know, I think that regardless of where you are on certain issues, um, you probably felt to, at least I know I did, but nobody really won, right? And so, one part, one side of the issue might've won something, but then the other side didn't, or one side might've won something, but really what's underneath the win, right? Um, and it's, I feel like we have become such an, a zero sum game in our world where there's a winner and a loser all, all the time. And we are driven by that. And our institutions feed into that and our, um, it's just our ego. And I say our ego, our collective ego as a society is absolutely running the ship. Um, and when that happens, then there's a, it's so easy to separate the win from the actual reality of the consequences and implications of the decisions. Um, And so regardless of how you felt last week or the past several years, I think that um, if you're on this call, right, you are in some capacity of wanting to make the world better, some capacity of activism, some capacity of movement. Um, and if we allow the, the, the thing that happened last week to me was, you know, there's, there's an immediate, I want to act right first, you know, it could be, I want to hide and wallow, but then I gotta, I gotta do something, gotta do something. And happened after George Floyd happened. I mean, it just, you just see the immediate reaction that occurs um, when an issue happens that you may not agree with. And I think that initial burst is good, but if we don't stop and pause and be quiet and breathe, 
then we will continue to be driven by our ego. And if we continue to be driven by our ego, then we will, it will go back. It will continuously be a, I want to win and you've got to lose. Um, there has to be a superior and an, an inferior. There has to be a, it's a zero sum game. Um, and we just have to move forward differently. That is one thing that has been on my heart so much lately is that we have to move forward differently because moving in this way, driven by the ego is not working. And eventually we're going to, we're just going to perpetuate the madness, right? The violence, the division, the hate, the polarization, the neglect, the oppression. We're going to continue to perpetuate that if we keep moving forward in the way that we're moving and allow institutions to be at the forefront of our decision-making. Um, and eventually we're just going to perish, not to be negative, <laughs> I don't see another way. So we have to move forward differently. And I think that um, that's very difficult to do because it's hard to find leaders who are trying to move forward differently. But we can look back, right? We can look back. We can look at, at people who have made great strides towards the human good and see and learn from what they've done. And, you know, I think Jesus is one of them, right? And the amount of times he paused, and that was his life, pause, connect, and then move, pause, connect, and then move. Um, the fasting that Gandhi has done, the prayer and the silence of Martin Luther King. So we have to... We have, what, what is a pause? Okay, so we have to stop and breathe. Which I think even convincing ourselves of that's a big deal, right? But why? Why? Because when we do, the point of it is to connect with the divine. And there's this mystical dance that happens. And mystical, all that means is an experience with God. When we have an experience with God and allow ourselves to have an experience with God, the universe, the spirit, whoever that is for you, then we can understand God's heart even more. We can understand the universe, goodness even more. I'm reading this book and talks about looking at the, the prophets and what they, you know, they shook up the institutions all the time, right? Jesus did too. And the book is saying that any idea that one could be a prophet calling for justice and social action without some experience of a union with God was unthinkable. You just didn't. Because if we are left, this is my words, if we are left to someone else's interpretation of God, someone, whether it's our family, our group, our community, our tribe, our pastors, our um, political institution, our whatever, whatever we belong to, if we depend on the interpretation of other people, 
to help us see what God's heart is, then what we're doing is we're connecting with the ego. We're not connecting with the divine. We're connecting with a concept, a movement of needing to win, right? Needing to be in control and power. Not that that family, that community, that tribe can't understand God's heart, but there has to be this contemplative movement within to make that happen. So moving forward differently, and I really do feel like a broken record because I say this stuff all the time, but it's the same stuff. It keeps showing up. And so we have to get the ego in the backseat, get the ego in the backseat. So moving forward differently means it is necessary to pause and connect. And, you know, I've said this a lot too, that people relegate meditation, yoga, breathing, pausing, reflecting, relegate that to self-care. But if we don't really believe ourself is worthy, then we won't do self-care, right? And then self-care can also become just a way to escape. So it's more than self-care. It is we have to pause in order to connect with the divine, in order to move forward differently with love and compassion and change. So that's what we're going to do. And I'm going to just do a little bit of a different thing today. So I want us to close our eyes and sitting up tall or even standing or lying down. Just take a deep breath in and a sigh out. Settling yourself down. Another deep breath in and a sigh out. I want us to think of a situation that we're in or an issue that we care about or a piece of us that feels called to action may already be in action, but there's something that stirs in us, holy discontent. And picture that issue, that action, that desire, that place of brokenheartedness. What is it in your life? Notice how it feels in your body. Notice any tension you feel, any moving energy, any constriction, any freedom. Notice any thoughts and images that come to mind when you think about this issue, this cause you are compelled to care about, to act on. Notice the emotions that come up for you. And we're sitting in how we feel. We're not pushing it away. 
We're allowing our entire beings to really feel, pause and feel physically, mentally, and emotionally. What action do you feel like, or, or have you done? Do you feel like you should do? What is the immediate knee-jerk reaction of this discontent, the stirring in you? And if you look at that action, in all honesty, does it bring unity or does it divide? Does it bring wholeness and healing or does it bring fragmentation and brokenness? Does it allow someone to win and someone to lose? Now let's go back to that stirring, to that issue in us, but let's really settle our bodies. So notice, just go back to where did you feel that tension in your body and just kind of move around or rotate your head, rotate your shoulders, trying to get some of that tension and restriction and constriction out. And honoring our spine and all the nerve centers around our spine, we're going to move our spine in four different ways. So first we're going to bring our arms up over our head, really making ourselves tall. And then take your hands and arch your back. So you're pushing your chest out. Come back up to straight up. Bring your hands down to heart center. And as your hands go to your heart, bring your head down around your back. And then this time, open your arms up like you're holding the world, pushing your chest and your chin out. Inhaling, and as you exhale, round your back, bringing your chin down to your chest. Slowly coming back up to neutral. And then inhale, bring your arms up, drop your right, your left comes over, holding it here, feeling your spine stretch to the side. And then inhale, bring both arms up, drop your left, your right comes over, other side. Bring your hand down and twist to one side, looking over your right shoulder with a tall spine.
come back to neutral. And then inhale and turn the other direction, looking over your left shoulder. Come back to neutral. And then just take a deep breath in and see where you feel any constriction again. As you breathe in, just scan your body, noticing where there's tension, constriction, discomfort. And as you exhale, just imagine that fading away. Another deep breath in, finding the places of constriction, discomfort. Exhale, imagine it fading away even just for this moment, so we can be clear and focused and not distracted by discomfort. And as you inhale through your belly, let it rise through your chest, holding at the top of your breath, exhaling slowly. Inhale through your belly, letting it rise through your chest, holding at the top of your breath. Exhale slowly. One more time. Inhale the top of, through your belly at the top of your breath. And exhale. Imagine you're carrying this burden. Imagine it's like a backpack or like a chest, like a trunk that you're carrying in your arms. Notice how heavy it is, how it feels, the heaviness as you carry it. And as we open our hearts, just reflect, is there any part of you that desires a sense of control and power as you look at this burden you're carrying and as you determine how to act? Is there any part of you that desires a need for acceptance and approval and that's caught up in your actions or your thoughts or your interactions? Is there something in you that desires security and safety?
If so, inhale, exhale, let it go. Surrender to the present moment. Inhale, exhale, let it go. Receive the love of your true self, all of your being, dark and light. Inhale and exhale and trust, not in the security of the world, the security and the connection between you and God, the divine, the universe. And then in these moments of silence, In this place of a pause, is there a different action that rises up in you? Or it could be the same action, but let it rise up, whether it's inaction or action, silence or using your voice, waiting or moving. As this action rises up on in you, does it create a sense of groundedness in your body? Or does it create a sense of chaos? Does your mind feel clear, settled, or does it feel cluttered when you think about this action? Your emotions, do you feel a sense of anger, hate, division? Do you picture this action or do you feel love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness? What is God saying to you? Through your body, through your mind, through your heart. What is God saying to you and how to move forward?
And then just listen, listen to this quote by Simone Weil. Attachment is the great fabricator of illusions. Reality can be attained only by someone who is detached. Second time I read it, what word or phrase jumps out at you? Attachment is the great fabricator of illusions. Reality can be attained only by someone who is detached. Third time I read it. What do you feel like your soul is saying to you as you connect your true self to God, the divine universe? Attachment is the great fabricator of illusions. Reality can be attained only by someone who is, who is detached. And the last time I read it, what is your prayer or your response? Attachment is the great fabricator of illusions. Reality can be attained only by someone who is detached. My prayer is that we find space to pause and to breathe, to let our unity with the divine hold us as we weep and then guide us to action. Detached from our needs of control and power, acceptance and approval, safety and security, so that we can rise up and we can help change the world in love and for love. Thank you so much for joining today's virtual pause podcast. I hope that you can experience some stability in the midst of chaos.